to Aussie Vision. I'm Mike. And I'm Dale. And we're here to talk about the United Kingdom. Oh, the motherland from Australia. That's <laughs> the way it looks. Um, <laughs> well, Dale, let's talk about the United Kingdom at the Eurovision Song Contest, because they've got a pretty you know, remarkable history there. What's going on? Yeah, look, you know what? They didn't compete the first year. I never knew that. I didn't know that. I found that out today. Oh, there we go. We've all learned something. They started the second year, 1957. (laughs) Um, They've actually won the competition five times. So they're they're pretty prolific there. However, they haven't won it in over 20 years now, 1997. Katrina and the Waves was the last one to win. Shine a light. They've come second 15 times. Oh, wow. So... No wonder they got a bit of a complex. Um, I think they were helped a little bit by the the uh, had to sing in your own language rule. Definitely helped the English songs there. So that 15 second places might have had something to do with that. Uh, we also have to mention the Australian connections with UK. We've had two big artists of ours compete for them. Famously, Gina G in 1996. <laughs> you call her a big artist. At the time, <laughs> she Australian. won a Grammy, Michael. She did Grammy award-winning Gina G. Grammy award-winning Gina G and Olivia Newton-John. Well, they get much bigger than that. Yes, mm. huge. So they've had some big artists over here, Cliff Richard. They, they used to take it very seriously. Mm. Recent history, not quite as strong, to be honest. Mm. But, you know, ever since they came last in 2003 and got no points, they've really kind of struggled. They've only made the top 10 once since then. With oh, Jade Ewan, uh, fifth right. in 2009. Mm. And recently, you know, they had a couple of bad years when they were bringing Engelberg, Humperdinck, and Bonnie Tyler, and Josta Bobby, and coming 19th, 20th, and last place. But the last couple of years, they seem to be making an effort, aren't they? It seems to be heading in the right direction, I think. Indeed. Um, yeah, I think they're, they're in a bit of a struggle just to connect with their own music community and, mm. and, and the general populace. Let's face it, there seems to be some sort of a stigma around Eurovision in the UK. Totally. Um, so I feel like the delegations are swimming against the tide here, but they're getting somewhere. Last year was great. They put a lot of effort into it. They did. A good artist, an okay song, brilliant staging, mm-hmm. and they came 15th. Yeah. That's a really solid result in Eurovision these days. Yep. And I think the UK kind of don't get that, but don't give up, hopefully. They're going to keep on going, and have they got a good song to improve that record, Michael? I think we should have a listen to what they've got. Probably. <laughs> Let's have a listen. It's the United Kingdom, Suri and Storm. Talk a little bit about her classically trained musician from the Royal Academy of Music. Oh, fancy! I know that sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Um, so certainly got some very talented, talented musician, and you can see that when she takes the stage. I didn't know this, but did you know Suri comes from an abbreviation of her first two names, Susanna Marie? No, so she's abbreviated it and made it Suri. I like that. Uh, and as she's no stranger to the Eurovision stage, Dale, she's already been on there twice with Belgium. So 2015, she was a backing singer and dancer for Loïc Nautet. And then 2017 for Belgium, Blanche, of course, yep. Blanche. Yep. And she was the musical director for yeah. that. Okay, that's really helpful to have that Eurovision experience. Absolutely, mm. it helps to have been in the big bubble and in the craziness of Eurovision. So she'll know exactly what's going on. Uh, let's talk about how she got there, Dale. It was once again uh, a national final for the mm. UK. Yep. Eurovision, you decide. 
What did you think of Eurovision? You decided. I thought they it was it was a good show. Like they put a really good show, probably the best show they've done so far. Mons was co-hosting. Mm. Uh, they seemed to be a great crowd there. They had good quality songs. Probably everything was a like a, a good standard with no kind of standouts. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. I, I, look, I'll, I'll I'll jump in as well. I think I think they were definitely had an idea of where they were going with those songs mm. and they wanted to, you know, apparently songwriting camps and pick Eurovision songs. Yes. Uh, and then, unfortunately, they all seemed to be solid without being great. These are more diverse than the year before. The yes. year before, they were the same type of song mm. and yeah. so bland and yeah. beige. Exactly. This year, there were very different types of music, which was a good good step in the right direction. Again, we're seeing that progression happening slowly. Yes. Slowly. Yes. Well, unfortunately, they don't publish the results of Eurovision You Decide. Yeah. We just know she won. Yes. So, you know, whether it was the eight-member jury or the public that got her over the line, mm. somebody She's got a bit her. of an outsider as well. I think she was third favourite. Yeah. Mm. But I always thought when I looked at those songs, it was a solid Eurovision... A song that could sneak in if any of the others faltered, and they faltered. They did indeed. All right, so what do we think of the song, Dale? It's good. It's no, no, like. <laughs> I've got more than that. Um, look, I think we always said this about the song. It has a lot of Eurovision elements that have been stitched together. Yep. Uh, I think they did a bit of a revamp, and it does sound better since the revamp. It doesn't sound such a like one plus two equals oh. three of the Eurovision song. Yep. Um, the best thing about this is her. She sells it. She has stage presence. She's a brilliant on social media. Wins it hands down over everybody else so far this year. Winning the fans over there. She's got a good voice. She's struggled a little bit at times, but overall still a good voice. And she'll still, still perform it really well. The best thing about this is that she's performed before at Eurovision. And she's good. Yep. Look, you've just stole all my talking points about what I, what Sorry, I like about it. I'm excited, obviously, about the UK. <laughs> Someone has to. Uh, Sue, I've got written here the first thing is Suri. She is the strongest element in this package. Mm. She is. Because the song itself, I think, is very mid-rangey. Um, the original version just was... I think they tried to shove about four different elements into the one song. I know, so yeah. the revamp, at least, has made it more cohesive. Uh, and it sounds... I'm not going to say it's a complete song. This sounds like we're about two-thirds of the way to a complete mm. song. Um, uh, that, you know, so it's going to appeal to some people because it's got a familiarity because of that Eurovision element to it. But, um, yeah, I think it's a little mid-rangey. It is a little bit. I mean, the it also does get stuck in your head. I'll, I'll say that for it. That's one other positive. The worryings factor is that there's just better songs. Um, you know... I don't. I don't think there's anything particularly bad about this, and that's probably the issue because it's so mid-rangey. Mm. Who's going to pick up the phone and vote for it? Is this going to get jury, jury love? How they're going to stage it? Because the staging was a bit weak as well. Mm. Yeah. I, if anything, it's up to her, isn't it? Because she is the strongest element, and she did pull this through the national final. Her. Yes. Her stage presence. Her ability to go down that camera. Yeah. So, yeah, if anyone's going to pull this out of the fire, it has to be her. Because mm. I don't think staging-wise you can do too much. I don't know. She's going to have to really do something incredible here. Yeah. 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 It's just a bit basic. I think what it is, it's just a bit basic done well, but still basic. Still basic, exactly. Exactly. And, yeah, she was vocally good uh, at, at the national final. But when it came time to maybe hit the heights, mm. I kind of feel like she backed out of it there. And and with this, in with our twenty five other songs, she's going to need to make this stand out. She's going to need to hit those notes. She's going to have to hit those notes 
as good as Adami to make it even get anyone to pick up the phone. Mm. And I just don't think that's going to happen. I tend to agree with you. Where on do that. you have this rank? Let's wrap and rank. So overall, I've got here, I don't mind this song. I don't mind it. But unfortunately, that doesn't mean people are going to vote for you. Um, I've ranked it personally 18th best song in the competition. Okay. Uh, and I predict it's going to be the right-hand side of the scoreboard, somewhere between about 18 and 26. Okay, interestingly, I've got this ranked 25th. Again, that doesn't mean it's bad to me. It's really in the middle. There's, a, It's a really strong year. I think it's 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 not a bad song, and it's probably exactly where I would think it would be. Odds-wise, it's 26 as well, so oh, it's wow. kind of sitting in that, that area. Okay, what do, what do our jury people think? So the Australian fans that we asked, mm-hmm. they put this in 17th. Oh, okay. So they kind of agree with me. <laughs> or you could say that maybe <laughs> we have a, we all have a soft spot for UK. Generally, they do well with the they do well with the telly vote in Australia. Um, so there is a little bit of that element. I I will say in in that seventeenth position, people put it from anywhere from eighth to forty first. Oh wow! So three people put it in their top ten, but it was like eighth and tenth and tenth. All right. And if you looked at just a a different kind of mechanism of scoring, just one to ten, this would have been thirty third rather oh. than the seventeenth. So. Mm. That to me says again mid range. Everyone was putting it about sixteenth, twentieth, fifth, fifteenth, thirteenth. Yeah, mm. but no one would be actually picking up the phone and getting it points. Getting it those twelve to to uh, one points, Point, which mm. could be the UK's problem. I think with this one. Oh, oh well, I think they're heading in the right direction, but we're still hopefully gonna... it doesn't put them down. They come back again strong next year. Still got a way to go. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. See you later. Bye. Bye.